Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Booyah! Hey, everybody. It's a three-man Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Hello, hello. I've been trying to figure out for the last minute. I've been trying to guess G's middle name. It starts with an E. starts with an E. Edward. Elvis. I nope. gave. I did all those already. Ezekiel. Nope. Ooh, that's Elliot. That's a good one. I nope. Did, oh, I didn't do Elliot. Irvin. Nope. I did Evan. I did... My middle name's Irvin. Eli. No. Mm. Earl. No. Oh, yeah. I didn't even do Earl. No. <laughs> egregious. No. Egregious. Garrett Egregious Bush. Olivia <laughs> that would be good. If it, but Egregious starts with an A. I oh, you saw his no, no, it does it? You're right. What's the matter with you? I told people, I was like, yo, my, my, yeah. nick, my nickname is, uh, my middle name is Rumpelstiltskin. You gotta, well, by the way, Damn. some some of those uh, nursery rhymes were kind of freaky back in oh, the day. Oh, for sure. Very creepy. Rumpelstiltskin is like, how, why do you want that woman's kid? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, yeah. like, why would you say, if you yeah. don't guess my name, I'm coming back to get your kid in like 12 years? They're yeah. all disturbing. We put we put kids to sleep by singing them about a tree breaking and them falling out of right. a tree. And oh, or Hansel and Gretel getting yeah. eaten. And or or, or, uh, or like the Rapunzel. Like, that's yeah. freaky. Your hair Little is Little Red that Riding long. Hood is creepy. Yeah. It is all. Yeah. All right, you're not going to tell us? You guys put it wait, in. Wait, wait, wait. Is, fa- is it a famous athlete? Are there any famous athletes with this name? No, no. He said it's a co- somewhat common name, though. It's somewhat. It's a somewhat common name. How did Ed? you miss it? No, nope. I did, Ed. There's not many E names. I'm right. I couldn't think any more E. Eric. No, I said nope. Eric already. Uh, I still like egregious. Whatever it is, it should let, be egregious. Let, let, let me know in the chat what, what you think my what middle think name is. middle name is? Jason, what's your middle name? Do you want to tell us? Basil. I was named after my grandfather. It's Ebenezer. Yeah, it's a family name. So like you're like B-A-S-I-L? C. He changed it to C because everyone called him Basil, basil like the spice. Mm-hmm. Right. So B-A-C-I-L. He was Basil Ashworth. So thank God my parents wow. just gave me the Basil yeah. and not the Elijah. Ashworth. That is a dope name. Basil Ashworth. That basil sounds Ashworth. like that sounds like That was a, his first name? Basil was his first name. That's badass. That sounds yeah. like a, a three yeah. and D guy coming out of Gonzaga. <laughs> basil Ashworth. <laughs> 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 <Dope>. <laughs> He's moving up. What's that? Nope. Ethan. Nope. Oh, you're coming up with good ones. Everett. No. Emmett. Man, Mike's coming up. Oh, you just looked up E names. That's why he's not coming up with these on top of his head. Evan. Nope. I said Evan already. My Nick. My, my, the G media- Bush, you don't tell us at the very end of the show. Okay. <laughs> we have to, this, we are putting the poll. Right. Our PCC yeah. answer of the day is whatever the people yes. think is the most popular answer. What is everybody else's middle name? Go ahead. You guys. Mine's Irvin. I was named after Michael Irvin, the Cowboys receiver. Really? Oh, yeah. Irvin? Well, I'm not going to put my license in the camera right now. But yeah, How about really you, is. Steve? What's your middle name? Douglas. He looks like a Douglas. Steve, yeah. Stephen Douglas. Yeah, that's appropriate. Anthony? It's an old school uh, name. My middle name is William. Earl? William. Deontay. Oh, here, there you go. There's an ethnic name coming out of here. Let's Deontay. see. Wait, 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 wait. Irvin's. Give my parents some credit. Michael Ir- Irvin's kind of well, yeah. well, well, pretty ethnic. I mean, Irvin is like not really. I know Irvin's the whitest name possible yeah. for an ethnic middle Deontay, name. like Bull can't be Deontay. <laughs> that is my middle name. Deontay? Adam, Adam De- Deontay. No, Adam. No. Nah, my middle name, I hate my middle name. It's Howard. I'm not a fan. Really? Yeah. Well, I would have never guessed that. Right? I don't know. It's crazy, man. There it is. So what do you think Jay's middle name is? 
Um, David or something. Yeah, probably. It's definitely like Christopher. Yeah. Chris, I could see yeah, definitely I could see, see Christopher. Christopher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like, his middle name comes <laughs> with an inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you got to give, you got to, you got to, you got to get a middle name at the safety deposit box. Right? <laughs> And it just goes to show how little money I have that I think your investments and your your whole inheritance comes from safety deposit boxes. Along that same line, we're oh doing a segment God. tomorrow. Yeah. That, so Jay's in Arizona, by the way. Yeah. He's Shout from Arizona. He'll be with us from spring training. Yeah. We taped a segment with Jay that I got his answers to play for us tomorrow. Oh, okay. All right. When we do it, he gave us an answer yesterday that I looked at Anthony Norwood after and said, What? That's a rich man answer. Yeah, I would right. never have answered it like that. So, are we doing true or false also? In addition, we're gonna to do the true or false. This segment is uh, a little more serious, but he just gave us an answer that mm. messes around. It was I it was you. good. So okay. we're gonna do that. We also have Malcolm Jenkins on tomorrow. Yeah, what? first time gonna be a great interview at Malcolm That's Jenkins. Right. So, Aditi Kikawala today. Uh, we got Mike Farron, MLB Network Radio is one of my favorites, uh, making his UCSS debut as well on Friday. So a lot to get to. We'll get, we can get to the Cavs in a moment, guys. Gr- exciting win. I was going to say great win, but I guess we'll all have our opinions on that. Exciting win. And uh, later in the show, which Browns player do we expect to have, a, or are we hoping is most likely to have a breakout season in 23? We'll give you the answers to that. First, it's time for my bet of the day. And I'm going to slump here. Go ahead, His Bull has lost three in a row, yeah. and he's not going to win today because he picked a future bet. Yep. But he picked it on Bet River mm-hmm. Sportsbook. Hey, Ohio, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for every single game. Now, right now is the perfect time to join Bet River Sportsbook. When you use deposit code SPORTS, you'll receive a second chance bet up to $500. You can get in on all the action with weekly specials on your favorite sports, like basketball and hockey, to help you win big. Check out BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. The sports book is great. It's uh, very easy to use, very streamlined. Uh, yeah, I, I had the Cavs uh, minus six. Mm. I didn't think Marcus Smart was going to play either. Obviously, he did. Uh, and Jalen Brown played. Jason Tatum did not play last night. And so I lost because the Cavs did not cover, even though they had that miracle comeback. Tonight... Here's my bet. Well, it's not tonight. This is season long. I love this. Stephen Kwan over 155 and a half hits. That's stealing money. I couldn't believe it was that low. Yeah. I think that's free money. It's yeah. minus 110 or minus 115. How maybe? many did you have last year? I can't even more remember off the top of my head, but it was more than that. Um, so, I mean, I, I think Stephen Kwan's got a shot to have 200 hits this year. I would agree. That's the one player I'm not worried about a sophomore. Zero. Spot. Now watch. Oh, 168 yeah. 220 in Columbus by May 168 hits. And he had how many plate appearances? 563 for a 298 batting average. Yeah, I, I bet you he has over 600 plate appearances this year. I, I, I think he'll, if that number were last year's number, I would have taken the over too, so... I don't know. I love that, but we won't know that. We won't know if I'm right till well. Hopefully, we'll know by August because we're having a magnificent season. And he don't even come out the lineup that much. No, no. His leadoff. Yeah, yeah I don't take him out at all. And since their lineup's better, he he'll get more plate appearances because they'll turn the turn lineup over. over more often. All right, guys, uh, let's get to the Cavaliers here. Jason, let's start with you. When you look back at last night's game, which was ugly for much of the night. But a great comeback. Obviously, Celtics without Tatum. Without Save Horford, me the anything, great comeback nothing. crap. Save me that great comeback crap. Not doing it crap. for you. I, I, I ain't doing it. That was a terrible. 
No such thing as a terrible one. That was not a good one, though. Okay. Like, it's a win. It counts the win column. Put it in the win column. That wasn't a good win. You're playing a Boston team. was in double overtime the night before. They're without Tatum and Horford. You should be up 15, not down 15. Like, they're young and they're immature, and eventually they have to, they have to stop playing this way. Like, they have to stop digging these holes for themselves. Um, you know, I, it's been I just, a consistent thing all year. Even when they were playing consistently better, we saw this a lot. Uh, the Golden State game is the prime example. Yeah. Being at home and they sat, they played nobody. They sat everybody. Right. And Cavs were embarrassed at home. And last night had that same feel to it. And you know, I mean, Boston just ran out of gas in the fourth quarter. And tech subscribers, you know, because I was texting with you oh, guys yeah. all night last night, and I had Joe sitting next to me, Joe Varden sitting next to me at the game going to the fourth quarter. I think the Cavs were down twelve, mm-hmm. and he said they're going to win. Cavs are going to win this game. Like Boston has no legs left. And I was down on him. I said, no, like I agree that Boston's cooked. But the Cavs just don't have it. And he was right. Like, Boston just totally ran out of gas at the end. Grant Williams, this is funny. Grant Williams, of course, missed the two free throws at the end of the game. Donovan's talking trash to him. He got out of there so fast last night. I honestly think he may have been in his jersey sitting on the bus <laughs> waiting for everybody else. Because the Boston like Riders Boston Riders got over the locker room. Like, yeah. where, where's Grant? And they kept waiting. He was gone. He was out of there. So He definitely didn't shower. Definitely did not yeah. shower after that uh, game. Come on. Hey, that's and, a- it's 50 50. He was sitting allegedly. on the bus in his jersey. That's a party foul. <laughs> Come on, Grant. Ain't no you play, way. You play no over way. 30 minutes. Ain't no way that man showered and got out of that locker room that fast. Do you feel the same way as Jason? Yeah. Or are you yeah. a little more optimistic? No. Well, well you know, it's not as if it's, it's not as if I'm down on, on the Cavs, but I just don't know where this type of, uh, I guess, mindset comes from, right? Um, you look at it, it looks like Donovan's playing hard. It looks it, like when you look at it, oh, I think Evan Mobley played pretty well. Um, I just don't know why that mindset would be where, where at this point, you're a young team, you're trying to fight for what you want to do in, in the league. You understand that you collapsed a little bit down the stretch last year. You just want to, you, I would expect those guys to say, by all means, we're going to come in this year and we're going to take care of business, and we're not going to forget what happened last year. And it just seems like sometimes when they come out, another team has more energy, more fight, more effort. Um, and I'll be honest, without Stevens, they was dead. Yeah, he Because was he brought in some energy. He brought in that toughness and the grit. Yeah. And he looked like he wanted to play. He looked like he was, he was, he, he had something on the line a little bit. Well, and kudos to uh, the Cavs. And the referee for icing Grant Williams there. Oh, wow. Do you know that from the time he missed the first basket until he got the ball, not the time he shot, from the time he missed the basket until the time he got the ball was 40 seconds. Wow. (laughs) How does that happen? The Cavs kept moving around. Donovan Mitchell clearly got in his head. Some of its gamesmanship. They had a lot of substitutions. Yeah. So that draws out the time. Donovan absolutely was. Donovan said, I'm trying to make something out of nothing. Just trying to do anything to get in the guy's head. But Donovan also made a huge mistake at the end of the game that nobody's talking about today. Marcus Smart came crashing in on the second miss because Donovan wasn't paying attention to him. If Marcus tips that in, yes. what conversation are we having today? Oh, it's I a did lot hear different. that he admitted that he, he screwed up. Yeah, yeah. I he mean, it was, it. it was, well, he's, he's good about that. Yeah, like, Donovan's yeah. going to tell you if he blows it. Right. But that's why I'm saying, like, it wouldn't, like they got lucky. They, they just escaped with one. And I, I was talking to him after the game, and I said, like, what do you want to get out of the regular season? And Donovan just said, like, wins. We're just stacking wins. We want yeah. home court. Like, we're not running from that. We want home court advantage. And he said something interesting. 
He said he read where the Boston guys felt like part of the reason they made it to the finals was because of how many home games they had and how many games they had at the Garden last right, year, right, and it right. makes a difference and it yeah. helps. But I and I told him I said like it just feels to me like you just bail them out too often. Like this is just a young team that looks at Donovan and says, okay, we're going to wait for you to go make a play. Yep. And this is too talented of a team for them to play that way. You know, guys, I, I agree with most of what you said. You watch this team, and it's like. The first half of the year, it was so fun to watch. And I feel like I'm not having fun watching them play anymore. Part of it is it's 82 games. I guess that's part and of it. It really is and a right? lot And it. you're like, okay, it's four weeks, five weeks till right. the playoffs start. Let's get there. The, the thing is, like, we know these uh, – we know Boston and Milwaukee and um, – who am I forgetting? Philadelphia to some degree. Like, we know that they – those are – seasoned playoff teams. Yeah. We know that they know what it's like to play in the playoffs. The Cavs have no idea. So, like, part of me is like, okay, well, these games don't matter at this point. Like, I know you want home court against the Knicks, um, even though the Knicks have been great on the road. So, it's probably more important to the Cavs than the Knicks. But, but like, so what? It's the regular season. The playoffs start in a month. But I don't know that the Cavs know how to turn that switch. They don't. Right? They don't. And, and I said this morning, it kind of, like, fell into my head. Uh, it kind of feels this year is like the Cavs are repeating fourth grade because they didn't get that experience last year. Right. So this feels like all the conversations we were having last year about young team, playoff experience, yeah. they need that playoff experience. Well, we're having the exact same conversation again because they didn't get it last year. Those playing right. games are trash. That doesn't count. Right. And JB needs the experience. We've said, how many times yeah. have we said that on the show? JB needs a playoff series to go through the, the machinations of what it's like to sit, face the same team over and over right. and over. So until we get there and until these guys experience it, it's just sort of like Groundhog Day. We're having the same conversations right. and we're just waiting for the bell to ring in April. And how interesting is it that, I mean, it looks like something weird, unless something weird happens, that they're going to play the Knicks in the first round. I'm not so sure no? about that. What you- I, I, well, I just think, I mean, yeah, as we sit here today, it looks right. that way. Philly's got a hard schedule. If you look at like, oh, you think the Cavs might move ahead of Philly? They, I mean, the Cavs have the easiest schedule the rest yeah. of the way, by far, right? The easiest schedule. Now, the Knicks are also down pretty low in terms of easy schedules, but the Sixers have one of the hardest schedules still ahead. So uh, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Okay, but just just stay but with for me the, for a for second. The, yeah, and, and real quick, Bull, just to give people context, yeah. they're two and a half games behind the Sixers for third. And a game and a half up on the Knicks for fifth. Right. So there is there is wiggle room, just so people understand. No, I know that. But if they finish fifth and the Knicks finish fourth, they'd still yeah, play no, the I'm Knicks. just saying, so people, when you explain your scenario, right, right. they know exactly but how much they're First of all, how many – who has the tiebreaker between the Cavs and the Sixers? They play again next Wednesday. What's the season series right now? It's, I don't it's, at home, it, I believe. It's 1-1. Yeah. Okay. It's 1-1. Whoever, whoever okay, wins. Okay, so whoever wins that will have the tiebreaker. So if the Cavs lose that game, they probably don't get the third seed. Probably. Because they wouldn't have the tiebreaker. But anyway, if they play the Knicks, first of all, it's the team that Donovan Mitchell really wanted yep. to go to. It's yep. his hometown team. And number two, like, it's an interesting matchup of coaches because the Cavs are way more talented than the Knicks. And Tom Thibodeau, and I think you said this the other day, like, he wears out his welcome eventually. But He's a hell of a coach. But he's a great coach. Yeah. And, like, they're playing great basketball right now. I don't know if that's going to translate into the playoffs. Right. But, like, Jalen Brunson's playing like a superstar. He is. People were saying that was the worst signing of the offseason. It's been a great signing. Yeah. I'll tell you what. For me, even though the Knicks are playing the best game, best basketball of the season right now, it's the best case scenario for the Cavs. Because I feel like if you get Donovan Mitchell in a, in a series with his hometown team, yeah. 
the Knicks have he'll be hyped to, to play. He'll there. be hyped to play. The Knicks have to play over their over their heads because actually the Cavs are a much better talented team, way more talented team, in my opinion, than than what the Knicks are. I, I, Julius Randle, I like you, I like him. I'm not a believer in Julius Randle and if he can be your best player winning multiple series in the playoffs. To me, if they get the Knicks, I expect the Cavs to win that series and to be truthful. JB has to win a game on the it's, road. It feels like, like doesn't that, it feel like his uh, career, maybe not his career, but his Cavs career is on the line. Because if you lose to the Knicks, I, I just don't see how they bring him back. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, 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 I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. He's yeah. fired if they lose in the first round, but it's certainly a conversation. And it's also like, like the old adage is, okay, if you're going to fire him, who are you going to go get? Well, there's some pretty high level oh, NBA yeah. head coaches available right now. Frank Vogel's out there. He's and, and I, I said this this morning, this isn't just Cleveland having this conversation. There's a lot of teams around the league having this conversation. Yeah. Who's our guy? Is Frank better? Frank Vogel is a highly respected NBA coach. Obviously, there's the Ime Odoka mm-hmm, conversation right. out there. So a lot of teams have to have some really hard conversations. Now, the Cavs really don't fire people anymore because Dan is removed and right. it's a completely different ownership structure. Yeah. And they don't really fire people. And Kobe and JB have the same agent, and there's mm-hmm. there's a That's lot. It's yeah. it's a deep rooted thing. It's not as flippant as well. We lost in the first round. We have to move on. I do think it's it's worth having that discussion. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. But gee, you made a good point. Cavs are gonna have to win a game on the road. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think as good as they've been at home, they're a young team. I don't see them sweeping home. Right. So even if you have home court. You still have to win a game on the road, and going to Madison Square Garden and winning there with that crowd, with this young team, is a big ask. Especially the crowd's going to be electric. <coughs> yeah. What, what do you make of the Knicks being better on the road than at home? I mean, you, that's very rare in the NBA. It's just one of those weird things that every once in a while there's just weird things that happen that yeah. you really can't explain. I mean, when the garden is rolling, that's a phenomenal phenomenal environment yeah, it's still a dump but it's oh it's a total trash <laughs> hole yeah it's a, they need to knock it down the problem is what are you gonna do <coughs> yeah, you can't, can't do that yeah it, you know i guess the knicks could play in brooklyn for well it's, years. you have to go to barclays and yeah. rebuild on the same site because i just don't know where there's space right. in right. new york to build another one but go it's ahead. a dump go ahead mike did you have something well two things with the knicks yeah. they, they've had some very fortunate scheduling which doesn't totally play into it but they haven't had a ton of back-to-backs in miami like the Cavs are about to do, or in Los Angeles. So their West Coast road trips haven't been as staggered as some of the other teams, which helps. But also, G (coughs) mentioned Lamar Stevens a little while ago. And Jason, we talked a little last night. Bull, I haven't talked to you about this. I think Stevens kind of has to be in some way, shape, or form in the playoff rotation because of the intangibles he brings to this team. He was plus 18 in 17 minutes yesterday. He makes the hustle plays. He does the little dirty things. Not a great shooter. And as Jason will tell us in a sec, it might be tough to play him and Akuro together in the same game, not to send the court at the same time. Right. But there's something about him, G, that dog factor that I think the rest of the team lacks yeah, I mean, that love he it. brings. Love it. I mean, it's not like these other bench guys are doing much anyway. I, you, what do you think about how much he should play? I in campaigned for Lamar to be the starter at the three. Yes. I yeah. said earlier this year, yeah. I'd roll with Lamar. Like, you don't need much out of that. And, and we saw last night the way he extended possessions especially toward the end of the game, getting huge offensive rebounds. That's all you need from that spot. And the debate Mikey and I were having, I agree. I think Lamar's earned a spot. I'm, I'm having like flashbacks to 2018 and watching Jordan Clarkson and Rodney Hood play for the Cavs yep. in the playoffs. Right. And they were two black holes out there. Oh, it, they, you got nothing out of them. Yeah. And I'm looking at Okoro 
and really Steven's sort of that same way is yeah. offensively you're not getting and I don't know teams just blatantly disregard Okoro when he's on the floor Cavs right. are playing four on five offensively yeah. it is so hard to play that way in the postseason when the game slows down when you're in half court sets <clears throat> when you're playing four on five and if you have Lamar out there subbing in for Isaac or whatever you're pretty much playing 48 minutes four on five that's a tough way to go. So, so I don't. Yeah. I think one of those guys is probably going to fall out. I would actually. I think I would prefer Lamar Stevens over Isaac Okoro. So I get it. I, I totally. I love the fact that you said that over Isaac Okoro because there's one difference to me, Bull. When you look at Isaac Okoro and his demeanor, he's a nice dude. I like him. He, he's a good kid. But here's the problem. Stevenson has that. That he he looks like he's out there. And he has one mindset, like, no, you're not about to score. I'm going to be in you. I'm about to be, pause. I'm about to be all in your area, all in your space. Buck. Hello. Yeah. Three yeah. in a row. Yeah. And so my thing is, if he hits a couple shots, because when he starts playing defense, it seems like it unlocks his offense. Like, he shot that three in the corner, and I thought that was a huge bucket. And, and I'm like, okay, he, they left him alone. They, he's shooting. Awesome. But I'll tell you what, I like the fact that he has more grit. He's a little bigger. He's a little nastier. And if you play him in the playoffs, I could see him playing. No one guards Giannis. Yeah. Well, but I, and that's a, it's a good point that you both make because you don't want to play him both, as you said, because it certainly it can't sucks play for the rest together. of the team. Yeah, you can't play him together, certainly. That, that for 48 minutes, you don't have to guard eight. So if you're only going to play one, what is the case for playing Okoro over Stevens? If this was flipped and Okoro was undrafted and right. Lamar was the fifth overall pick, it wouldn't be a discussion. Yeah. So, essentially, the only reason to play him is because he got drafted, which is stupid. Who cares about that now? It's yeah. irrelevant. I mean, Okoro has certainly improved this year. Mm -hmm. He has gotten better. Right. And, I, and I've been hard on him, so I, I want to credit him. He, he is a little bit more confident in his shot now. He got hot for a couple of weeks where he was making right. And you kind of thought, like, maybe this is him turning the corner. Right. He's never going to be a productive, no. prodigious scorer. If he could even get to 33 34%, 35%, I'd say 35% from three, you'd yeah. have a real weapon there as a 3 and D guy. Uh, but I don't think he trusts his shot. Other teams certainly don't fear him. Right. So it kind of is what it is. And Lamar, I, I just think – Kind of gives you a little bit more than Okoro does. Same type of player, and I think I think Lamar gives him more. You ain't got to run nothing for him, and I like that in the playoffs. In the playoffs, they're not gonna, they're going to leave him open, but you don't got to run nothing for him. All you tell him to do, hey, we're going to run the floor. But when you get guys, if you happen to play Middleton, I need you to body him up. If you happen to play a game where, where you got Tyler Hero, I don't want no we open get shots. Past the Knicks first, right, right, right. I mean, right, but or or whoever they end up playing in the first round, but. But the thing is, okay, so let's say let's say JB goes that way. Let's say Lamar Stevens becomes a starter. Okoro's out when we come to the playoffs. So now we know who our starting five is. We know we got Rubio coming off the bench. We know we got Lavert coming off the bench. Who else is playing? Ricky, the Ricky was terrible last night. He was. Oh yeah, he was terrible. Oh, yeah. And he hasn't been the same guy this year. And, and Dean Wade has not been good. Oh no, nope. Dean, Dean Wade. Like is they moved on from Kevin Love. Yeah. For Dean Wade. Yeah. And love. I know he got off to a bad start. I don't know what he's done the last couple of games there. I haven't looked. Who, Not Kevin? Yeah. Kevin, he's had some big he rebound games. He had one games. good game. He had one yeah. big, really good uh, listen, game. Listen, I by no means, this is not prime Kevin Love anymore. But no. I'm just saying, Dean's giving him nothing yeah. right now. And I would rather have the playoff experience and someone in the locker room with Kevin's acumen. Right. Over so if, you think if they you made a the mistake? I, I think it. Taking I'm, him I'm, out of the rotation. Well, no, I'm withholding. See, I understand why they did it because. Yeah. 
they've seen bad Kevin before, and bad Kevin when he's not playing is Disaster. could be even worse. So yeah. I get it, but I do think it, it was very risky. And I'm not saying it was a mistake yet. I want to see how the rest of this plays out. We're not right. going to know if it was a mistake until we get to the end. And again, he's not doing much. But, but it was a risk, and yeah. Dean Wade has not I, played well. I think no. I think the guys that they, they're going to dwindle it down to Ricky Rubio. You're going to get Karis Levert. You're going to get Jetty. I think those are the three. Jason, you hate Jetty. You are the, you are the president of the Jetty Hater fan don't. club. I That's think those not are the three. True. That's not I, true. And, and you start Stevens, right? So, yeah. so now you got eight. So um, is Jetty the eighth? You agree with that too? I do think he's going to play eight. Um, yeah. And and it shrinks even tighter the deeper you go. Danny Green's not in the mix. Yeah, Danny. Danny, I was high on the signing. I want to see if he had anything left. Yeah. The fact he couldn't <coughs> get on the floor right. tells me the Cavs have come to the conclusion he didn't have anything left. He can't move. I, I, I would like to see Lamar as the three. I don't think he's going to be the three. I think right. it will be Okoro, at least to start. And if he gives them absolutely nothing, maybe they have to go make a move. But, yeah, I mean, I think Rubio is definitely one of the three off the bench. I think Jetty's probably one of the three off the bench. Um, Levert. Levert, yeah. yeah. So you, so wait a second, but do you, but, but there's really no size. If they in those don't three. take a coral out of the mix, is Stevens still in the mix, or do you do you think he's going to decide on one of them and the other guy doesn't play in the playoffs? That's what me and Jason were going back and forth on last yeah. night. And Jason, I'll let you answer, but essentially, I said there's. Pro- I, I thought there was a way you might be able to play both, kind of sub them back and forth. But Jason nah. made the point that's four and five for forty eight minutes. Yeah, nah, it's I hard to win that way. It's only one or the other. So here's me. what I would say about Lamar. Remember Dante Jones came in in the NBA Finals game and made like two or three really big impact plays yep. and yep. got to have it moments. Maybe Lamar is that guy where you're just looking for just a punch right now. You're just looking for a little bit of injection right now and a little bit of bring us some sort of energy and he can make the Dante play yeah. going into halftime or he can give you – I don't think he's part of the rotation, but maybe he can give you two really good minutes. Right. And then maybe eventually if Okoro disappears like I'm afraid he might, then maybe Lamar overtakes him for that spot. I don't think they're going to play Lamar heavy yeah. minutes in the postseason, though, and Okoro. Don't you think Lamar plays with a lot more confidence than Okoro does? He does. He yes. plays like an undrafted guy. Right, right. Like, he plays like a guy fighting for his life, for fighting for his yeah. career. He, he, he looks like- I love – like, I'm a big Lamar guy. I, I and, and Dean, too. Like, I yeah. give the Cavs credit. This organization in the past has really struggled with identifying undrafted guys, developing them, yeah. making them key pieces. <coughs> Excuse me. And Lamar and Dean Wade have both yeah. been those guys that they kind of picked off the trash heap and turned into productive NBA players. What's, so, your, what's your confidence level that they, at, as constituted, yeah. win a first round series? I, I I'm still waffle. I still waffle. Less than 50%. I'm like 48 to 52%. Yeah. I think it's, they have the far, if, it's, if it is New York, they have a much more talented roster, I believe. But I would give the coaching edge to New York. And I don't know that the Cavs can go in the garden and win a game. And I think they're going to need to win at least one mm-hmm. in the garden. Yeah. Can I ask a question on that real quick? Yeah, of course. About that, Jason. And we saw this in the chat, so I'm going to bring a, a chat comment in. Whenever we do that, it's brought to us by PCC Airfoils. Looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, mm-hmm. plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus, you can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. Jason, you mentioned Bickerstaff maybe having a disadvantage against Thibodeau in a coaching matchup. Mm-hmm. Where on the tiers do you think Bickerstaff ranks? Is, you know, tier one is probably Pop, Spo, one or two other guys. <sighs> is he a tier two, a tier three guy? I'm putting you on the spot here. But. Yeah, I don't think we know. 
Thibodeau like, or, or Bickerstaff? Bickerstaff. Oh, I, I don't know how you could put him tier two even you without can't. any playoff experience. Right. Like that's where playoff game. How do you know? That's where these guys make their bones. Yeah. Like I, I've screamed it. I'll continue to scream it into the clouds. Biggest mistake the Cavs made throughout this whole thing was firing Ty. Like Ty is a playoff postseason coach. Right. His ability to scheme and get guys off the floor and run ATOs. Right. That, <coughs> that is his wheelhouse. And I, I don't know if JB's in that or not. I mean, I can't, you can't put him any higher than tier three right now. I think he's yeah, we need to, we need, and, and frankly, it's not fair to judge him off, off. We have to, right. But it's not fair to him to judge him off of one playoff series. Like he's, he's going to make mistakes. Right, it's his sure. first time. And the hope is, I mean, look at Mike Brown. I think Mike Brown is a sensational coach. Doing a great job in Sacramento. He's we doing a great job. Yeah. And I went and yeah. spent time with him and wrote a big story on him. Even when he was in Cleveland, he knew the X's and O's but he didn't really relate to players and it took him time to sort of figure it out and figure out how to do this. And there are things JB does really well and other things that he's got to figure out and get better at. And it's just in the NBA, you just, a lot of times you make, you don't have time to wait on guys to figure it out. Is he, is he, I mean, I, I, I have to have a comparison. Um, is he a, is he a better coach than Nate McMillan? JB? Yeah. It's a, I mean, all right, so if you go, and I don't want to say this. I would take a, JB over Nate McMillan. Okay, yes. so so you I, so in the pecking order, it's Mike Brown, Mike Woodson, uh, or or uh, we just say Nate McMillan. Is he a better coach? I take I take over all those guys. I would take Mike Brown over all of them. I take Mike yeah, over okay. JB. Okay. I think Mike is. We. He's and, made Sacramento relevant for the first time in a long time. Yeah, and and I mean, listen, all these guys, all these guys except David Blatt are phenomenal and know what they're doing and no X's and O's and no, like they, they're all so good. But I was with Mike when he came back the second time he and I were at a hotel in Vegas and he was like running through plays and we had like a napkin dispenser and salt shakers and he's diagramming things. And I'm by a movie. I am by no means a basketball savant, but I, I can like keep up with what, with schemes and ideas. And, and he was so, he was five steps ahead. He was like, okay, wait, wait you, you slow it. You got to come back. You lost me. And he talked to them. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. You got, you got to back up. You lost me. The way Mike's Brown, Mike's brain operates and his mind works is phenomenal. It was just unfortunate that he didn't really connect with guys. He got screwed here. He never should have been fired the second time. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thrilled from these having success. He's in Sacramento. I would put Mike Brown. I would put him on that tier one, tier two level, like right on the threshold. If you go back and look at his, I don't know why we're spending so much time on Mike. Yeah. I guess that's go my ahead. fault. Final fault on it. But uh, if you look at his winning percentage for number of games, I think it's 500 games coach, which is a pretty high bar. That's a lot of games. Yeah. He's in like the top five, top 10 all time coaches. Really, really quickly. Uh, a lot of it with LeBron. Well, I mean, Phil Jackson had yeah. Kobe and Michael. Fair, like, fair. You got to have stars to, <laughs> yeah, to be that point. high. There's, there's a guy on the staff that has been a, a couple times coach. He was a hot candidate for a long time. Luke Walton, is there any any chance that he's the Ty Lue to a black in case or if this happens or they don't see him as, as no, like no, Ty was to Blatt what JB was to Beeline. Gotcha. J, JB was the he great was glass guy. in case of emergency. Okay. Luke, I like Luke a lot. I've known Luke since he played here. 
Um, I don't think he's looked at as that savior guy. I don't, I don't, frankly, I don't think he would get the job. Okay. He had a really bad tenure that with the Lakers bad. and that Sacramento. Like, yeah, really, really bad. Hey, yeah. All right, guys. Good conversation. Let's let's move it on. We got a new segment on the show. Mike's about to tell us about. We got a new segment today. It is brought to us by BetJack. The time is now, Ohio sports fans. Sports betting is live. You can download the BetJack app today, so you'll be ready to go on all the action. BetJack, it is Ohio Sportsbook. And this next segment, I hope, can become something we do every couple weeks here because right. I think it's going to lead to some fun discussions. Uh, I can't say the actual words, but we've all played the game FMK. Yeah, everybody Different knows that circumstances. game. Everyone knows the game. Mm-hmm. So we turn it into a sports discussion. Keep, cut, trade. Same rule. Yeah. Three choices. You've got to put one in each category. And these are all Cleveland athlete-related. So the first one. You have to keep one. You have so, to cut one. Uh, uh, you know, just so the fans know, uh, you know, trade and cut in a, some ways is the same thing. You want to get rid of them, but cut you get nothing cut in return. Is though more harsh because yes. you think they're worse. Cut is the equivalent of kill. kill. Yes, mm-hmm. and you can yeah. figure out the other two. Yeah, that's right. I'm not going to say the word. Yes. So these are all Cleveland athlete edition. Well, Mary would you be could say keep. Mary. <laughs> Mary would be Mary keep. would be keep, and yeah. then you could do the and deduction to figure out what the third would be one trade. Is. Yes. Yeah. That's right. So the first one. Well fornicate, marry, kill. <laughs> <laughs> New name. The first one is the Cleveland Superstar Edition. Okay. Take it full, Steve. Keep cut trade. Nick Chubb, Jose Ramirez, Donovan Mitchell. Ah, I dang. love that one. Ah, dang. Ah. Ooh. I like it. I kind of like it. I'm, the keep is easy for me. What's the – what's? The, I, I'm keeping Jose Ramirez for me. See, I'm keeping Donovan. I'm keeping Donovan because he's younger. Yeah. Now, do their wishes come into play here? I guess. What if they don't want to be here? You factor it. That was that. I factored that in for me. If we take out the factor in whatever you want to factor in, right, Mike? Whatever you, however, you can run with this. However you want to run with this. Are we all picking our own? Yeah, picking your own. Group effort. Okay. I know mine. Do you guys want time? You go first. All right, I'm keeping Donovan because he's younger, prime of his career. Yeah. And I'm going to hold him hostage and pretend that he wants to spend the rest of his career here. Yeah. I'm trading Jose because I have faith that the (coughs) Guardians can just keep churning prospects. They've got 17 middle infield prospects. One of these guys can play third base. He's under contract. It's a very manageable contract. You're going to get a lot in return for him in a trade. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to cut Nick Chubb. Because it's it's very painful. But running backs are very replaceable in the NFL. We know that. And I don't know why Cleveland is so hellbent on running him out of town the last 24, 48 hours. I don't know that. And I don't. Well, Twitter's not real life. Yeah, yeah. Twitter's Twitter's make believe. But under this scenario, I would cut Nick Chubb. Keep Donovan Mitchell, trade Jose Ramirez, cut Nick Chubb. Actually, this is as you, you listen to Jay. Jason, um, he's well, right. Jay's not here today, so yeah, I guess so he can be the Jay. <laughs> we got all kind of nicknames, right? He was. This is spot on. You, you, this is easy one. The, you got Jose Ramirez. The Guardians have find dudes everywhere. Not only do they have, you know, just got pitchers, they got a, a stack of middle infielders. I'm sure one of those guys can slide over to third. Um, United, United, now Jose is an MVP candidate most years. And I know this is difficult to get, but the Guardians don't do themselves any favor because they can get rid of MVP caliber players, and it seems like they find other people in replacements. Yeah. Don't miss a step. 
So uh, as good as he is, I say I'm going to have to uh, I'm going to have to trade him, and I might meet, give me some pictures. I'm keeping Donovan Mitchell in the NBA. You can't win unless you got multiple stars, and so um, he's the you know a guy in his, in his prime of his career, 27 points a game. He's the closer on this team. Like like Jason said, listen, they've been rolling the ball out in the fourth quarter, saying, "Hey Donovan, put us on your back." He's been doing a good job of it, and he has playoff caliber, experience, clutch shooter. I'm, I'm definitely keeping Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. And as it, it's, it's bad as it hurts my heart and my soul, I, I got to cut Nick Chubb. Um, we'll bring him back as a consultant of some sort. Um, but, the re, but the reality of the situation yeah. is, is Deshaun Watson going to be playing in, in an air raid offense, throwing the ball 70 mm -hmm. times anyway. So that one was kind of yeah. easy as I that, rationalized it. Make now, the case now for Jose. You guys logically are correct. Especially because, in reality, you're going to get, from a baseball perspective, way more for Jose than you would get for Donovan Mitchell just because of the natures of the sport. Yeah. And when you said, before we do it, how much could you get on the open market for Jose Ramirez? Are they trade? In a trade. I mean, He's done the get, best contract in baseball, yeah. so. You'd get a haul. Yeah. You'd get a haul of top prospects or whatever, like, way more than you'd get for Donovan Mitchell. Because of the, like, especially because when the Cavs do trade Donovan Mitchell, if it happens, like, they're going to be forced to trade him to a certain place. Yep. It's going to be. But I'm still going to make the case for Jose Ramirez. Go for it. Because I'm factoring in, I'm taking some of the realities of what you get back in a trade, and instead I'm replacing it with this man loves being a guardian. Yep. Now, for me personally, I know I'm in the minority in Cleveland, but if I had to pick one Cleveland team to win a championship in the next 10 years, for me, it's an easy choice. I'd rather it be the Guardians. They're my favorite Cleveland team. I'm with you. Okay? They've done it the right way. Yes. I love everything. I, Dolan's too cheap, but I like a lot. I like everything else he does as an owner. I love the guys in the front office. I love Terry Francona. I love almost every player on the team. I love the team, and I want them to win so badly. Um, I really do. So... And Jose loves being a guardian. He loves it. He took a hundred million dollars. Arguably less to yeah. stay. Who does that? Look at the contracts guys are signing this offseason. It's crazy. San Diego is writing checks like Jeff Bezos. You paid Xander Bogarts. Good player. Twice as much. Twice as much. He's not as close to good as Jose Ramirez. That's why I can't. I, I, I Listen, I love Nick Chubb too. He's one of my all-time favorite football players. But I got to cut Nick Chubb, and I would trade Donovan Mitchell because I can get more than Nick Chubb. Business is business. Is. Jose yeah. may love Cleveland, but he brings the you. most back in trade. He does. That hole, right. right. I get 10 pictures, three DHs, a bag of popcorn, <laughs> and stadium right now. They games. get four more middle infield prospects. <laughs> Mikey, what's next? That was good. That was good. Okay, so that was the superstar yeah. edition. Okay. This is the sophomore sensation list. Okay. Keep cut trade. Martin Emerson, Stephen Kwan, and Evan Mobley. Oh my God! Dang, heaven, this is rough. Oof. I mean, oh the, my to me, the cut is easy. Oh, is it? For me, it's easy. Is it? Uh, for me, I'm just saying. For me. Oh man, I, 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 think I, I know I, where you're. I know. I, I'm in Bulls head. I know exactly you know. where you're gonna yeah. cut Mobley. Oh, you're wrong. Um, no. I think I, I. I'd th cut Quan. Wow. I'd cut Quan. See, I'd cut. I'd cut Emerson. That was a no-brainer to me. No. No, look the size of that dude. Nah. He's my keeper. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a different route. I think I got it. 
I'm trading Evan Mobley, right? I want to trade Evan Mobley for the first pick because I want that Victor Wombly guy. <laughs> Give me him. Well, yeah, he's supposed to be. What he's is he? Seven four, seven yeah, five, seven. and Mobley wouldn't even sniff the discussion to get Wombly right. right now. He's right. That's crazy. Mobley's not getting you that number one. Nobody pick. would trade that pick for anything. Nothing. That is the most valuable draft pick since LeBron James. Come on, it's like that. Nothing, nothing. All right, will but get I'm going to use Jason's logic from the last one, and I'm going to trade Mobley. I'm going to cut Emerson. I'm going to keep Quan because Quan is not a guy you get a ton back for in a trade because he doesn't hit for power. That's why I'm cutting him. And I'm trading Mobley because I could get more back for him than I could get for Emerson. I know Emerson was good as a rookie. I, I think he's going to be a good player. I don't think he's going to be a special player. Uh, I think Quan's going to be an all-star. I think Mobley's going to be all-star. I don't think Emerson's going to be a pro bowler. I, I could cut Emerson, and if I cut Emerson, I could still put Newsom over there. Yeah. And I'm going to keep Quan because... Look at that. We're on the same page. I'm going to keep Quan because I just think... I think he's going to be like an each real type. I think in a, like four years, we're going to be looking up and saying, look, look how many hits he already got, right? Yeah. I, I agree. I don't want to cut any of these guys. No, none of us do. Like, gun to the head, you got to make a decision yeah. here. You're cutting Quan. I think Mobley is a transcendent talent. I'm keeping him. I'm okay. keeping Evan Mobley. Do I you think trading he's that Emerson? Good. I'm trading Emerson. Okay. Do you believe, well, my second, since y'all won't give me Wembley album, whatever his name is. <laughs> what is his name? <laughs> Wembanaya? Wembley. Wembamyama. Wembamyama. Where is he from? What country? France. Seven, he is 7-5. He's averaging 22, 12, and 4 as a 19-year-old in the top pro France but league. But those leagues don't, in terms of the They're snacks, getting better. They're getting better. Sound. I mean, it's better than LeBron against high school kids. Uh, man. This, in terms of talent comparison. He sounds like a He's playing against grown men. Is yeah. The thing. Are you, what, yeah. I've always worried guys that tall about, like, knee problems. And he does already problems. have. He's already had an, a knee issue. Yeah. And foot, yeah, yeah. joint, absolutely. So, here, concern. so here's what I'm going to do, though. If I can't get him. I know who I can get for Wembley. I'm trading him to the Lakers. Can I get LeBron for Mobley? Oh, yeah, but I would. That would be. I, I, so, well, so but this is a situation. So it's where a situation where I got to choose. So if I yeah. trade him, think about it. If I trade him, and, and assuming LeBron, assuming LeBron is healthy, if I trade Mobley to the Lakers, I mean, you better get more than LeBron. So I want, you know, what if I, you, you, you pick another guy you want to throw in there, whatever it is. I'll ask you, Jason, you can throw a guy. Rui Hachimura? Yeah, no. What, no. Whatever the yeah. hell his name is. I, we get something else with him, but a LeBron, Jared Allen, Donovan Mitchell, Garland, that could win a championship. I mean, Mo, the way that the league views Mobley, he's in the second year of a deal. He's going to sign a, a max extension here. You've got. You've got him on a great deal, and you've got him under control for five more years, basically. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah. the, the could, could these are not great scenarios. We're screwed either way. Could you win a championship? I, with that? I cut I, with what? Say it again? You, if you if you had an Allen, LeBron, uh, Don, Donovan Mitchell, Garland. and Garland, could you win a championship with that? I mean, you put LeBron on any team, you got a chance to win a championship. Most any team, yeah. but. I, I would, in that scenario, I'd try and flip Allen and keep Mobley. I'd try and give him Allen okay. if you got to make a trade. But I, I'd cut. But that's I, not I, part of this experiment. I love Stephen Kwan. I yeah, love Stephen Kwan. I just I just campaigned for them to sign him to a six-year, 40-some-odd million-dollar deal. Like, yeah. I want Stephen Kwan here for the next 15 years, and I think he will be, and I think he's going to have a fabulous career. Yeah. But if you're telling me it's again, and, and a year from now, I may look like an a idiot yeah. if, if Emerson falls flat. Right. Uh, but I just, I just think that 
I think Quan is the most replaceable in baseball, more so than a, a corner of Emerson's size and potential and what Mobley can be. All right, number three. Before we get to number three, I just want to say, we are not advocating for anyone to be cut. No, we are not, not legitimately saying any team should but cut Steve Alonso. Well, I'm going to have people I'm going to have people send I'm me video clips. I'm just saying for the people out there who are at, yeah, Anthony just chime in as the voice of God here. The, the yeah. chat is brutal, guys. They're so mad about all the negativity. <laughs> what negativity? What are we I don't supposed know, to just, do? We got to cut somebody. I know we're playing a game here. Uh I don't we're not advocating. People. So we just, have to cut one of these guys. We have no choice. I'm just saying we are not advocating for the Guardians to cut Stephen Kwan yeah. after that miraculous season. But, okay, next one is yeah. the Cleveland fan favorite trio. Wyatt Teller, Oscar Gonzalez, Jetty Osmond. <laughs> Which fan favorite are you cutting, Bull? Which one do you hate the most is essentially what the chat wants to know. I mean, I'm know. cutting Jetty. I'm trading. I'm, tra I'm keeping. Oh. Gotcha. I'm keeping I'm keeping Oscar and trading Wyatt. I think I'm Jetty. with you. I probably could get more. No, you know what? I don't I, know what you're going to get for Wyatt. Yeah, and I don't know what you're going to get for Oscar either. Because he wasn't a top prospect. But Oscar is the youngest and has the yeah. highest ceiling. I'm and with could you. Be I'm with you. Something. Keeping Oscar, trading Wyatt. Cutting, cutting Jetty is easy. Jetty has no trade value. Yeah. If, um, well, we knew Jason was going to cut Jetty because he hates Jetty. That was a I don't hate <laughs> Jetty. <laughs> I, listen, I don't hate you, Jetty. I yeah. think you're a fine player. I think hey, too much is asked of you sometimes. You're a yeah. fine young man. Fine young man. Hey, listen, uh, Jetty, that's an easy one. That's an easy cut. He'll land somewhere. Um, Teller, man, I would cut. I would. I would trade Teller. I don't know what you get for a guard. What do you get for a guard? An $18 million dollar guard coming off a significant injury. Yeah. He didn't have what a great year even though he went to the Pro Bowl. You might as well just Not keep him. Not getting a lot. You might as well keep him and, and, and try to flip Gonzalez. Flip. And here's the thing. It, it, the Guardians be having so many players, they should naturally always be the guy who you trade. Because you've got, you, they got like 10 people that can replace them. But here's the thing with, with Gonzalez. I don't think he has much trade value because right. no one really knows. Like the ceiling is way up here and the floor is way down right. here. I, I would I would Whereas, put up against those other two dudes. He's by far got the highest ceiling and the right. longest runway. There's We've already again. seen Wyatt Teller ceiling. Yeah. We don't know if he can get back there. Right. You know, we'll see. All right. Next, Mikey. Okay. Steve, it's 171 here. This is the opposite of the fan favorite. This is the mm. Cleveland might be happy to cut one of these. Let's put it that way. Steve, take it. Mm. Isaac Okoro, Aaron Savali, Anthony Schwartz. <laughs> Wow. Oh, my God. Do your worst. Oh, my God. This I was an Anthony am. suggestion, by the way. Anthony came up with this wow, one. Wow, so. this is rough. Um, I mean, could you get anything for – you couldn't get anything for Schwartz. You couldn't get anything for Savali. Could you get anything for Okoro in a trade? They tried, and they tried to shop Okoro and got nothing. I'm, I'm actually – I'm keeping Okoro. Trading I'm, I'm Savali. Trading Savali and cutting Schwartz. I mean, you wouldn't get anything for Savali. You get, but, like, uh, but I mean, pitching is such a premium. You might yeah, get a reliever for him. I guess I would. I, I agree with you. you. Maybe you get a lottery ticket prospect. And Okoro is still young enough that you hope that he can grow into what we were talking about earlier as a three and D guy. Pitching is hard to get, man. And and we've seen it out of Savali. So I, I do think at it, it worst, you know, I, you get like a Jake Westbrook trade where you get a, a double A wow. Corey Kluber. You know what I mean? And you get Jake a guy Westbrook. who. I'm just saying, you get a right. guy who but, you don't know much about. We, I would, I would trust this developmental staff with any prospect, really. But what a, you don't think they could turn around Savali? I, I do don't. think they could, but you're making me do one of these guys. 
So, uh, pause. He, he, Schwartz has. <laughs> Add it to the list. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Mm. Schwartz, Schwartz has no redeeming qualities. Like he. Can't, All right, I'm going home. I'll yeah, see you on Thursday. He can't catch. <laughs> um, he doesn't run routes very well. He's fragile. Um, yeah, he's useless. He's Obviously, just, he's getting cut. Yeah. I mean, he might. I'm surprised Browns haven't cut him yet. Do you think he's? You think he makes this team? No. You think? No. No. He, he can't. No. There's no way to justify keeping him on the roster. Again. No. All right. Next, Mikey. All right. So that was the four we came up with. But I have a, I have a curveball. Oh. Steve, go back to 143 real quick. This was the first one we did. Now we disagreed on who we were keeping and who we were trading, but we all agreed Nick Chubb was on the chopping block. Yeah. Unfortunately. Is so, that what the fans got most mad about? That is the one the fans got most mad about. But what would they want us to do? What did the fans want us to do? Anthony, let's ask the chat. What would you do in this situation if you had to pick? But like, what with were this, they mad about? We had to cut one of them. They're all great scenario, players. No, pull, Steve, pull it back up. Don't. With this scenario, yeah. how would it change if we substituted Nick Chubb for Miles Garrett? Oh, my God. So you have now Miles Garrett, oh. Jose Ramirez, Donovan Mitchell. Um, oh, God. that's tough. And we don't have a graphic for this because I just thought of it, but swap out Miles Garrett there. Dang, that's crazy. That's I'm now it feels impossible. That is impossible. Because that's impossible. I'm not doing any of those guys. We have to. We have um, to. Um, I am cutting. Lord, that hurts. I'm keeping Miles. I'm keeping Miles. Premium position in the NFL, Premium. prime of his career. Premium. I'm keeping my a lot Garrett. for him in a trade. I, you it, be, okay. I win with offense. Possibly two number ones, you think? I'm keeping Miles Garrett. Went for two I'm still ones. keeping Jose. I'm cutting Donovan Mitchell and I'm trading Miles Garrett. I'm keeping Miles. I mean, they're all bad options. They're all bad options. <laughs> they're all bad options. Man, um, man, it's hard to quantify oh. how much a baseball player really makes in a wins loss total. I just think you can find somebody. I would, I would have to. But then it was like, who? So what are you? You what are you cutting Jose? No, you're cutting Donovan Mitchell. I'm cutting Donovan. I'd have I'd to trade Donovan Jose. because I couldn't get. I can't. I could get, get more for Jose yeah, than Donovan. I, I can't Absolutely. get nothing for Donovan. He's probably going to want to go to one team, and it's going right. to be hand like nah. I had to cut Donovan Mitchell. I'm going to have to trade Jose. I'm got to keep Miles Garrett. But here's the thing: if somebody of a fool want to give me. Say they give you two number ones and a two. That's for, crazy. For Miles? Yeah. yeah. Okay, now you need a premier right. edge rusher that you just gave up. Like, come on, man. Right, you got to find one. I am not trading and then Miles. You, like, and, and then there's no, there's no guarantee that we even hit on them, dude. Until right? he comes to me and says, I'm not playing another minute here. That was tough, man. That's good. Brutal. Mm. So, Make up another one. We still have a little time here. We, well, well, I think of another one. What'd you yeah. guys, before I tell you how my phone and Twitter is reacting, yeah. what'd you guys think of this? Did you enjoy it? I like it. I thought it was great. fun. I thought it was great. I have gotten tweets and texts from people who watch the show, mm-hmm. and I haven't, I haven't seen the YouTube chat. I'm just listening to Anthony. Mm-hmm. I've had two people say that's the most painful thing I've ever had to sit through. Right. Really? No, oh, no, like I, I don't think bad is in like No, painful. I mean, like, having to make those decisions. I've had someone tweet me, say this is a terrible segment idea, and I've had two people text me, say this is awesome, do it again. So that <laughs> means we probably nailed it. It's a great right segment. It's painful. Anybody getting mad is an idiot. Like, what are you, I like, know, I know. I was advised not to call people idiots, <laughs> but you're an idiot if you if you get mad about this segment. 
Like we would, we don't. Of, I mean, obviously, you know, Mitch, uh, Mitchell Schwartz, Anthony Schwartz. We don't give a rat's ass about. But like, when it comes to Nick Chubb and the great players, like, obviously, we wouldn't want to cut any of them. It's like being mad about it is. Absurd. I think the reason why why Cleveland fans get so uptight about it is we have very few people that we even call our own. We have very mm-hmm. few people that move the needle nationally. Very few people right. that ever make any accolades like MVP. So when you get the top of the food chain, when you start to, like to some people, you shouldn't even say Nick Chubb. I know they feel like us even playing this game will make Nick Chubb want to leave Cleveland. That's right. what they feel like. Facts. You, you're putting it we, out there. We mentioned Donovan Mitchell being traded. He's, he's going to want to be traded. He's out of here. He's out of here. They That's mean, why people are uptight about it. They don't. They do not like that. How many, I think it's the I think it's the scars that will, which I get. That will never heal for the Browns being pulled out of Cleveland and, and being stolen here. Unless they win a Super Bowl. Uh, yes, but I just think the fans are perpetually scared. Yeah, I would. Yeah. A- and because most of the good players that have played here have left in yeah. all the sports. Mm-hmm. You're right. And, You're and right. that combination makes people scared. And, well, and, I got one more for you guys, by the way. Okay. This is from the chat. Let's this is it. from the chat from Justin Klink. Yeah. Kevin Stefanski. Earl is cracking up. As if he heard the funniest joke that's ever been told. What is, is that, happening? Are you laughing at what Tequila said? <laughs> All right. Well, we got two two then from the chat here, yeah. real quick. First, yeah. Tito Stefanski, JB. Ah, oh, that's easy. I keep it Tito. Keeping Tito, trading <clears throat> Stefanski, cutting. Cutting. JB. I totally agree. Cut JB, trade Stefanski, keep yeah. Tito. Yeah, and that next. was easy. That's an easy one. Okay. I couldn't next. even go against that. I tried to think something. I'm gonna let. Anthony and Earl answer this one. All right. You can't see them. They're just the voice of God. We only have one camera. We got two yeah. mics. You ready? This is from Tequila Mockingbird. Jason G. Bush Bull. Cut, keep, kill. <laughs> I mean, cut, kill. Kill. Cut, keep, kill. Oh, I'm keeping him in a tough spot. Oh, this I'm is great. I'm listening. <laughs> Michael, Michael, Florence, Florence, or whatever his I'm name probably, is. I'm going to probably trade G. Oh, my God. I'm a trade G. I just got a bullet to the hell. Earlier this year, we could get so much back from you right now. Jason, man, I love you to death, man, but I got to cut you, brother. I just got pesky. I got to cut you. I just got a shovel to the head. Man, Mike, you put him in a tough spot, but Earl. I remember that. Anthony? Uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm keeping G because he bought me a hoodie. Uh, I'm gonna trade Jason because he knows LeBron, so he can get me something for that. And then I'm sorry, Bull, you're getting cut. You're but dead to I'll me, talk Anthony. to you on your podcast. I had I taken know. you under my wing, and now you're dead to me. Oh Lord! Should we ask Director Steve? Hey, hey. you want to put him in a tough spot? Here? Steve hey. just got so red. This is why this is great because we're showing you in real time just how hard this is. Oh I mean, this is God, the game. We true. even played it with us. This yeah, is uh, Steve Becker actually asked us this yesterday, yeah. and we all thought there was an easy answer. We'll ask it here. Uh, first Energy, Progressive, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Keeping Progressive. Yes. Cutting First Energy right yes. into the river, right yes. into the lake. Oh, uh, yeah. Let Cutting it burn. the whole land off. Cut the whole thing, yeah. let it fall into the lake. <laughs> yeah. That. And trade whatever's left. Trade progress. Uh, trade uh, the Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage, yeah. My gosh, man. Even – I was, I was just watching, even, even when we talk about First Energy, right? I was just watching. I get in these YouTube time machines, and I was just going to, like, you know, NFL Films, one of the hardest places to play, right? And, the dog, like, the dog pound in Old Municipal Stadium comes up. And I'm just sitting there watching it, and I was getting chills because I'm like, wow, man, that was a hard-ass place to play. 
Like people were brutal. Right. They was throwing no. stuff on the field. Like it was not a place for children. They was like, do not back then. They, like you see now, it's a family atmosphere. Oh my goodness! I, what you I don't understand do is that. the Haslam family and the executives there have turned the dog pound it, into the whole stadium. There is not the dog, a dog pound. pound. Is the whole stadium, it's, Jason. There is no dog pound. It's not even it, like. It's, it sucks. I mean, I, I, I've infuriated enough people today. I'm not yeah. going to say what There's I really no think should happen. Right, right, right. right. Wait, Jason, you want to piss off one more person? Yeah, this is ahead. from the chat. This is the last one. Then we got to do a little promo read. And hopefully, Aditi <laughs> hops in. All right. Keep trade cut. McNuggets, Anthony Earl. This is from <laughs> Freddie B in the I'm chat. Well, too late, Earl. Too late. I got a knife in my back. <laughs> now I'm going to pull it out. And no, put it we've in yours. already been put under the spotlight enough. <laughs> Yeah, so you, guys, you guys can kill us. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, I'm cutting Anthony. <laughs> yeah. Just cut me. That's right. <laughs> I, I should get cut because I can't spell anything right. Uh, um, oh, two things we got to do real quick. Yeah, we ahead. have the poll results from the G. Bush middle name contest. G. Oh, Bush. yeah. Are you, this show is a little bit every. You cannot find like a show this. on YouTube that's Cleveland sports based that does what we do here. Ooh. We had five guesses that had over 7% for G's middle name. Are they ones that we've already asked? Maybe. Go ahead. But apparently the right answer is in here. G, don't tell us which one's right till at the end. You well, ready? How do you know one of those is right? Because Anthony actually knows the answer. Okay. Yeah. That's Ethan crazy. Got 8%. Okay. G, don't tell us which one's right All till right, the end. All right, go ahead. Yeah. Read them. Emmett got 23. Didn't somebody guess Emmett already? I did guess Emmett. Okay. Eugene got 47%. Oh, that's got to oh, be. Oh, that's a good one. Emmanuel got 20%. Ooh, Emmanuel. So Jason, I know the answer now, but Jason and Bull. It's, of, there's no, there's no black guy with the name Ethan. There's no such thing as a black guy with the name Ethan. So I don't know why anybody would guess that. I went to all white schools. No, yeah, but you, you, but your parents didn't name you after you went to all white schools. <laughs> I've never heard of a black guy named Ethan. That's impossible. That is I'm such a I'm white name. Think. So it's got to be I'm Emmanuel going Eugene. Eugene. I'm going Eugene. I think it's Eugene too. G. Bush. What is it? Well, you said way at the end of the show. So, Oh, no, oh, well, we got the results. Out. We got the results yeah. now. Right. The poll's done. Right. Oh, okay, cool. L listen, so you guys are pretty dope. Actually, my father's name is Eugene. Ah, there we go. Oh. But that's my father, not me. My oh. middle name is Emmanuel. Oh! Emmanuel. Emmanuel. El Cabon. By it the way, egregious. there, there is, is a Ethan. Major League Baseball player with the first name Emmanuel. He's not famous, but there is. There's one. only there's only a couple. Emmanuel Class A. Emmanuel Class A. Oh yeah, <laughs> I wasn't even thinking. Bad job out of that's you, boy. That's a terrible job. No wonder you got cut. <laughs> <laughs> but G said there was no famous players. Em so em em Emmanuel, Emmanuel Lewis. Ethan Morton. Emmanuel Lewis, the Emmanuel little child. Lewis, yeah. Remember him? Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, my, my Emmanuel little guy. God is with us in Hebrew, I believe. Uh, we got a Didi, so before we bring in on a Didi, I got two things to tell you guys. Uh, yeah. If you're not already a member of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports yeah. Show, you are silly not to be for a buck ninety-nine a month. You get loyalty badges, custom emojis, members-only community posts for four ninety-nine a month. You get all those same starter tier perks, plus overtime videos, discount codes for merch, member shout-outs. You get to text with some of us during select Cavaliers games. Also, today's overtime content is LeBron James drunk tweeting, and he's got to stop doing that. We're going to have a we lot of fun drunk? with this. You're just guessing he was drunk? There's no way he tweets that sober, in my opinion. Plus, the time it came out, 
We will get into that. He was drunk dreaming the other day. He's drunk tweeting now. Mm. It's going to be a fun conversation. And as always, I know it's a minute or two before noon, but our noon hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show is brought to us by Colleague Racing. Colleague Racing, your Northeast Ohio NASCAR team.